let us all remain standing. And as we're celebrating our fathers this week, tonight we want to equip, give our men, you know, more understanding, more knowledge that they could be more equipped, you know, to deal with the affairs concerning their homes, their families. Every home tonight, they, they, it needs stability. And as men, as head of the house, household, we need to be empowered and we need to be much wiser to run the affairs of our homes. Tonight, I'm going to introduce you introduce you to none other than our pastor, Nee Norelle. And he's going to do a presentation. And he's going to do a presentation tonight and a question and answer session on financial well-being. Tonight, he's not only a pastor, he's also a husband, he's also a father, and he's also a financial guru. And tonight, he's going to impart deeply into us as men. And just Saturday, he did a launching of a book with the basic understanding of the UK financial system dealing with practical steps to building personal wealth portfolio. And tonight, I'm going to present to you Pastor Neri, Pastor Neri. Thank you very much. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I said glory be to God. Praise God. Amen. I'm always excited to be back in the house. Um, I'm not a stranger in the house. I'm sure you all know that. Praise God. And it's always a great joy. Anytime, any day. Um, I want to thank my pastor, my big brother, my mentor. Someone that I, I admire so much. And also, uh, our, it's not a real mother any longer now. It should be something bigger than that, isn't it? My pastor, the Lord bless you, sir. Thank you very much. Good evening. I'm Pastor Jimmy. The Lord bless you. And what can I say? Uh, what an awesome, um, great touch in the heart of the Victorious Men's Fellowship to actually think that during the men's week, it is important that we not just eat rice and chicken and your love and celebrate, but it's always important for us to educate ourselves, to empower ourselves. Amen. There is no end to knowledge. I want you to know that we are in an environment, in a community whereby the more you know, the better you are. In UK, in this system, um, your knowledge will determine how far you go. I don't believe your color, your height, your whatever, um, and so on and so forth. You are in a land whereby, honestly, uh, is filled with all kinds of opportunities. But what you know, the more you know, the better you are. The difference between every one of us here this evening and some people outside there that are, you know, maybe boasting of having whatever millions or hundreds of thousands and so on and so forth in their financial portfolio or having that financial liberty and freedom is that they know some things that many of us don't know. Can I get a witness in the house? I, 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 we need to understand the fact that, you know, as, as an immigrant community, I've been in the financial services industry for 20 years now. When I came to UK, um, my brain was blocked financially. 
was blocked financially. Nobody said anything about wealth creation to me while I was growing up in Nigeria. Nobody taught me about financial literacy. I didn't hear all those things were strange. I went to school, I went to university, I got my first degree in Nigeria, but nobody taught me about how to create wealth. Can I hear amen? So when I came into this system and they were telling me about some things, I, I didn't grab it because my mind, the, the, the mindset that I came with from Nigeria, you may be sitting sorry. I didn't mean to punish anyone. Amen. It reminds me of when we were very young at school, and then all of you just be on your feet. That was not the issue. But, but, but the, the fact is, I nobody taught me anything. So when I came, I came with a different mindset. Amen. And now I'm in a different. I'm coming from one system, but I'm coming into another system. But I came with a system whereby you know everything you do, you just have to struggle. You strive, you fight, you, you know, because I didn't know much. But here is another system. But I came with that mentality, with that mindset of where I'm coming from. And I wanted to operate that in this system as well. But I realized that it's not going to work. Somebody said, man. But my wife had come out, you know, he's, he's, he was like, he's been here before me. And he was trying to educate me. He was trying to take me on and lead me. But there's, there's, there was a blockage something in my mind. I, I just couldn't understand what she was trying to say until I grabbed the knowledge until I myself stepped into certain areas and I began to say, oh, okay, this is how to do this here, this is how to do that there and, and so on and so forth. It was it, it was it was then that I began to experience what I call, you know, a bit of access into the system. It's possible that you can be in a system and it's not even that it's possible. This is what happens. If you are in a system and you don't understand the system, the system will lock you out. Are we together? So if you are in a system, and I want you to grab this, but you don't understand the dynamics, the operational dynamics of that system, the system will lock you out completely. So you will go there and, you know, all kinds of things that are going on, there are opportunities, people are making money, people are doing well, people are, you know, buying houses and there and you are still thinking of uh, where you're coming from or you have you know you're just ignorant of what the system has to offer you then you will not be able to maximize the opportunities and the potentials and that's why i want to you know salute people that have put this together um to say okay continuously let us kind of continue to educate, educate ourselves uh, about what exactly are in the system where we are advantage of it, what can we do as individual or corporately, whichever way, what can we do to maximize those opportunities so once again, well done victorious men God bless you, um, the executives <clears throat> and this evening what you are giving me to talk about is something that I believe that it can help every one of us um, so well financial well-being, now I want us to take our bearing from the scriptures, so I'm going to read two scriptures and then on the basis of those two scriptures, then we can flow. I want us to go to Genesis 8 first. Genesis 8. Genesis 8. Hallelujah. In 
Genesis 8, I'm going to read verse 20. The Bible says in verse 20 of Genesis 8, Then Noah built an altar to the Lord, and took of every clean animal and of every clean bird, and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And the Lord smelled a soothing aroma. <clears throat> then the Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground for man's sake, although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Nor will I again destroy every living thing as I have done, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall never cease. I want to emphasize the, 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 the statement, while the earth remains, while the earth is here, as long as we are still on this side of eternity, on earth, there will always be seed time, and there will be harvest. As long as there is seed time, there will be harvest. If there is no seed time, there will not be harvest. Can I hear amen? So as long as the earth remains, it's like a principle. It's like a, a, a covenant. Actually, the scripture says it's a covenant. And when it's a covenant, it is sealed. It's done. God said, as far as I'm concerned, I'm, put, I'm putting this in place. Anybody can operate this anywhere. Amen. I want you to know that at this at this particular period, this is the word of God. This is God speaking, and He wasn't saying this is meant for Christians alone. So anybody can operate this principle. In as much as the earth remains, anybody can operate seed time and harvest. Amen. So if there is seed time, if there is a time whereby something uh, you put something in the ground, if there is a, 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 a period whereby you sow or you plant or you plan or you do something then you know that you will have an harvest in the future but if for any reason there is no seed time then there will be no harvest so it means that if you leave your now if you leave your future to chance okay if you leave it to chance when you get to the future it's going to be blank there will be nothing there because you have not done anything can I hear amen so this is God trying to let us know that if you're ever going to have a better tomorrow, because have it, how many of us know that harvest is better than seed? Oh, come on, please help me here. How many of us, want, which one do you prefer, the seed or the harvest? Why? Because the harvest is bountiful, it's small, it's something that is bigger than what you are putting. So the seed is just seed. What seed does is, it, it, you have it in your hand, whatever the seed is, you have seed in your hand, it gives you the ability to be able to create harvest. That, let me stay here. I said seed. What the, the implication of seed or the meaning of it? Seed gives you the ability, the power to do what? To create habits. But unfortunately, there are occasions whereby, or put it this way, you have a choice. A lot of people, instead of creating habits with their seed, they eat their seed now. And how many of us know that when you eat your seed, there is no harvest? Hello. So if you are in that habit of always eating your seed, and I'll tell you, you will find out in a minute, eating the seed, eating the seed, eating the seed, what you realize is that there will be no harvest. You get to harvest time in the future, and there will be none, and there will be none. And many people, a lot of people live in, in, in that realm. If you see people that are always complaining of, it's not enough, it's not enough, it's not enough, you need to check yourself. If 
we, we are in that free mind whereby you are always thinking or you, are, you always end up in the land of not enough. Every time. Then it means you are not creating others. Because others to bring you into a realm whereby you have more than enough. Are we here? So, and, and I want you to, I will, will see the reason why this is always the case in many occasions. Why should I be the one that is always saying, ah, even this salary is ah, not enough. Before it comes in, it's finished. Uh, it's gone. It's everything. No, 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 no. Uh, wealth creation is not in the amount that you earn. It's actually in what you do with it. It's actually what you do with what you earn. Because more often than not, even if you are earning little, but if you have purpose in your mind that you want to create well, out of that little, you can create much. Because that is God's principle. Can I hear amen? When God created man, one of the things that he said, if you go back to that scripture, and even if you go to chapter 9, verse 1, after the covenant, God said, because I put this in place, come on, let's read it, um, Genesis chapter 9, verse 1. The moment he put that in place, the Bible says, this is like reenacting what he has done from the beginning. So God blessed Noah in verse 9, uh, in, in verse 1 of, of, of Genesis chapter to chapter 9 and his sons not just him but his sons as well what did he say to them and said to them be fruitful and multiply and do what and feel because now I've infused something into you somebody say amen that will work forever and ever but that is if you operate the principle if you don't operate it there is no accidental wealth creation. Everyone. That, okay. I know people play lottery. Even lottery, you still have to go and buy the ticket. Can I? Huh? You still have to do something. And people invest huge amount of money sometimes. Somebody will buy 20 pounds worth of lottery. One pound, 20 ticket because you want to increase your chances of making money, isn't it? If there is no seed time, there won't be harvest. Amen. So what it means is that every day, I need to be thinking of every day is supposed to be a seed time. I need to kind of be thinking, what am I putting in the soil today? What am I doing? I'm doing this not because of now, but I'm doing it because of tomorrow. Because I know that if I can, whatever I'm putting in place today, when I get to tomorrow, when I get to the future, I am guaranteed. I may be denying myself of certain things today, but that gives me the confidence that tomorrow is going to be better. You don't create a better tomorrow by, by depleting today. It won't happen. scripture. In the second scripture, let's go to it in, in Luke, because I know I have a very short time. I want us to go to Luke 14 quickly. Come back to that. In Luke 14, so that's one Old uh, Testament scripture, and then let's look at one New Testament scripture as well. In Luke 14, Jesus Christ emphasized this a little bit more, took it to another level. And in verse 28, Listen to Jesus Christ. 
He said, for which of you intending, I'm reading from New King James Version, which of you intending, I want you to mark that, intending, intentional, that word is very important, you intend, it's not accident, intend. Somebody say amen. Which of you intending to build a tower? Right? Hallelujah. Does not sit down first. Somebody say first. You want to build a tower. You intend to build a tower. You intend to do great things, huge things, big things. Create a harvest, better future. You want to build something that everybody can see. But Jesus Christ said, this is the principle. Which of you, and you do this intentionally, not accidentally. It cannot be done. You don't build a tower by accident. Hello, church. Are we together? It won't happen. You're not going to have a, 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 a beautiful retirement life by accident. It won't happen. You're not going to have capital investment portfolio by accident. It won't happen. No, it's not. You, won't, you can't transfer wealth to the next generation by accident. It has to be intentional. You have to plan it. Decide to live to transfer one million pounds when you're no longer here or whatever. That will not be something that will be accidental. It won't be something that you know you just woke up one day. No, it won't. It, it's never happened before. Most of, of most of the investments that we kind of help people to put in place, some of them are, are generational. Somebody planned and transfer someone to somebody and then somebody transfer. So 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 when you meet indigenous people. These plans are there. It's not accidental. So Jesus Christ, you know, it's quite interesting to see this in scripture as well. Now Jesus said, which of you intending to do this? You will need to sit down first. Tell your neighbor, sit down first. I've been standing and running up and down. Just you sit down. Sit down first. When else did you sit down? First. Not later. That's the beginning. Why are you sitting there? Why do you need to sit there first? Because you need to plan. If there is no plan, there is no achievement. And then he went to say, You sit down first and count the cost whether he has enough to finish it. Less after he had laid the foundations and is not able to finish all who sees it begin to mock him. Now, what does these two scriptures? Let me glean some things from these two scriptures and, and, and then we can go into question and answer uh, quickly. When you put both statements together, the one that we read in Genesis and the one that we, we, we've read in 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 in, uh, in, in, in Luke. What, what does this say to us? Now, what, what, what I've said is, let's draw parallel from the, the team, financial well-being, right? I'm sure many of us here right now are probably on our, you know, journey to physical well-being. Amen. Don't look at your neighbor, just look at the straight away. Okay, we are together in this thing. So, you don't want your belly to protrude. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. 
Lord. How many of us, how many of us know that you get to something, you are struggling with some things? Can I hear amen? Amen. But how many of us know that it, it can't happen by accident? It has to be intentional. Is that true? So you want to be physically fit. Is that, is that true? So for you to be physically fit, that you know that you have to. It's not something that you need to buy in the morning, then find a jam in the afternoon, and then uh, some other things that not follow, and then you roll everything together, you know, this everything is good, and then you want to be physically fit. It doesn't happen. For us to be physically fit, to have physical well-being, it requires that we need to be intentional. We need to take some action, isn't it? Part of the actions that we might take is that we need to have medical checkup from time to time. We need to make sure we eat very well. We do exercise. Somebody say amen. We need to deny ourselves of certain things. You know, on our days, all these things we have keto diet. All this diet, I've tried everything. It's just collapsing on the way. You know. Start somewhere along the road, you will just know they will give me this, give me that. And oh, this thing is not working. Lord, help me. Hallelujah. Thank God for grace. Can I hear amen? I said, they say you cannot eat at 11, 11 o'clock in the night. I didn't know about that, but what, what you are hungry, what do you do? I mean, you, you want to sleep, but your eyes are not closing, you are can't. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> have a cup of tea. It's not enough for me. <laughs> My wife said, just go have a cup of tea. I said, a cup of tea. It won't do the job. You try a cup of tea, you come back, the eyes is still wide open like that. <laughs> but if you just do small eba, small eba, so small one. So I'll tell her that, you know what, I'm going to go and do small eba, you see. <laughs> I'm tired of small eba now. <laughs> I'll do small eba, you know. And then put a bit of vegetable, and you know what, after five minutes, I'll sleep. Amen. Praise the Lord. So all this is not working. But the issue is, basically, we need real action. Physical. You have to be intentional about it. You have to make sure you do, you know, all those things. Because if you don't do all those things, basically, you are not likely to have the harvest of this world. Is that true? Now, let's bring that to spiritual as well. Uh, aspects. You are not spiritually disciplined. You will find that you are weak spiritually. Bring that to financial. If you are not intentional about your financial well-being, it's not going to happen. Somebody say, so what are the things that I need to do if I want to attain that? Number one, the first thing is this, according to that scripture, to have financial well-being, there must be financial plan. I'm challenging them here today. Please don't take this for granted. Listen to me, folks. You know, when I realized that all this going out and coming Work today here. Yeah, you've gone to work. You, you have spent hours. Those hours are gone. 
you have been doing this for many years, and what you have got, what you got back, uh, uh, you know, as your Christmas or whatever, for the hours you spend at work is money. Seed. Is that true? why Jesus Christ said, any of you who wants to, it's not everybody that probably wants to, but only those who wants to, so you need to what? You need to plan, sit down, and actually, you want to count the cost. So number one thing is financial. Number two thing is when you are given to planning, then you know the available resources that you can use to create the future, to create a better future. Why don't you, when you sit down and know what is coming in, how much am I earning, how much is this, and like I said to you earlier, that it's not about how much you have. Listen to me, if you ever want to create wealth, that's, about, that's why the word create is very important. To create means you bring something out of nothing. A lot of people think, well, I have until when I have abundance, when I'm earning more. Listen, if you can't, if you are not creating wealth when you are earning little, you won't create it when you are earning more. To create means you bring something out of nothing. So out of the little you are earning now, it's the mindset that you have to say, yes, even though I'm earning little, but out of this little, I'm going to leave part of this little for the future. Some people say, well, look at how much I'm earning. I'm not earning. You know what? I, 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 in, in my journey as, as, a, as a consultant, I have seen people earning little, but with plans, we are able to create huge, and I'm, when I use huge, relatively, out of the little, we are able to create something substantial out of the little. But the opposite is, I've seen doctors, medical doctors, there's one kind of mind, right? They had, the guy hands about maybe about one to many. Turnover every month. Yes. But he's always in debt. 
they are going, they are going in different directions. He has a lot of money. Sometimes they talk about the price is about 600, 700 
Oh, yeah, that's why they bring new things. They said this one just came out. That one not. I said, what's wrong with the old one? Uh, you know, I had a very interesting experience. I, 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 they gave me a phone, I don't know, what was some years ago. And I was using that phone. The phone is good. If it's not broken, just give it a load. Isn't it? I was using it, using it, using it, using it. The thing will give me a signal. I'm about to die. I said, you won't die. Lay hands on it. <laughs> you know, I was used to be just, there's nothing wrong with it. Until I woke up one morning and I wanted to put my phone. I used it last night. Then I woke up and I wanted to put it on. Not that was the end. I bind, I lose, I cast out demons, everything that I can do. My brother cried for me. And I used to, but the thing is, I used it for about six or seven years. The last one was two years. Praise the Lord. <laughs> the only pain, the only pain that was in that is that I was without phone for almost two weeks plus. It's not Nigeria mind. Oh, my children are my retirement, really. Have you noticed that they tell you how many people you can bring to their wedding now? To their, huh? They say, Daddy, as a matter of fact, you can't come to this function, but come to this one. Bring 10 people. Hello? No, I don't know whether you have witnessed that. So, I don't want you to be thinking, well, when I grow up, my children will look after me. They, they didn't pick the mind that we picked up. It's a different 
open mindset. So what's your future going to be like? Who's going to look after you? When they all left home, daddy and mommy, and both of you are now, <laughs> you know, who's going to be looking after who? What have you got in place? And that's reality because, you know, we're still very agile now. We're walking up and down and everything. What have you done? What have you, what have you put in place? So you need to have, you need to think of financial well-being at retirement. Extremely important. You can't underrate it. You need to think about financial retirement, uh, you know, having property portfolio. The opportunities are there. Well-being. Having a robust, you know, investment portfolio in properties. You can think about that. What about life insurance to protect yourself, to protect your family, and to protect your estate, everything you have worked for? You need to think about that. One thing that is not common in our community is a lot of people don't put life insurance in place. Whereas in this community, that is it's number one thing that you have to think about. Somebody say amen. And I've seen a lot of people that you know, if anything happens, the moment they haven't got enough money to, the first thing they're going to stop is their life insurance provision. Pay, stop it. Direct debit. They throw it away. And I've seen oh, horrible stories. I don't have time to do that. And what about capital investment portfolio? Out of the little you're earning, you want to have, you want to cap, you want to create, you know, a better future. You may not have lump sum amount of money, but out of the little you have, you want to begin to put something away but for the future. Because you know it's a seed in your hand, but through that seed you want to create and harvest. Somebody say Amen. These are things that we need to think about if we're thinking of financial well-being. Whereby we use what we have right now to create the future that we really, really desire. Of course, time will not permit me to say much. And I thank God for the person that introduced me. I had a privilege of you know, going around in the last 20 years. I realized that there's a gap of knowledge in our community. Telling now someone, I said, when, when we launched it on, on, on Saturday, it's such a great joy. And it's not about money, honestly. I just want my people, people within our community, immigrant community, to understand what is available to them in the environment where they are. It's available on Amazon. Um, brought some copies just in case you might want to pick some up here today. Brought some copies as well. And on that note, I want to say thank you. I'm ready for questions and answer in all the areas that I've been.
Okay, let's put our hands together for the president of Victorious Men's Fellowship. Praise the Lord. He just whispered in my papers that he wants people five copies of Facebook. Amen. That is the first stage. The second stage is is not uh, free. It's not free because you have to answer some questions. There's only people that answer the question. Somebody say that will get the book. So it's time to test whether you've listened to me at all or not. Can I hear amen? And so my first question will be what are the two scriptures we have read here today? <laughs> Somebody, no, you have to raise your hand, though. <laughs> These two scriptures we have read here today. <laughs> okay, I'll start with you because your hand went down first. No, you are looking at your book. <laughs> Uh, 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 Genesis, no, Genesis uh, 8, 20 to 22. Uh-huh. And then we read Luke 14, verse 28. <laughs> All the way down to... 29. Thank you, my <laughs> husband. <laughs> Let's put our hands together. Jesus. <laughs> you want to present that to us? <laughs> That's the first one. <laughs> okay, the second question, please. <laughs> you, you want to say something? What, what is it you want to say? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Me, I have some sincere questions that I want to ask. Okay, yeah, you're going to, we'll, we'll take it. And it's very important because it's going to take time. No, no, we'll, 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 you'll, you'll do that. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so the, the second question is, uh, what are the actions required okay, to have financial well-being? <laughs> I think that hand at the back in black went out went for first, right? <laughs> um, financial planning, financial resources, and then financial discipline. Let's put our hands together. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Okay. What do you need in order to create harvest? Young man. Fantastic. Let's put our hands together. <laughs> okay. Okay. I wanted to mention, someone to mention four areas where it's essential to create financial well-being. Four areas. Let's do it this way. Let's split it into two, two. Mention two areas where you need to create financial well-being. Yes. Retirement. Ah, pension is the same thing as retirement. Let's put our hands together. <laughs> and so, the last but not the least, there are two other areas where we need to create financial well-being. Over to you, my sister. 
capital investment and what? Most of our reverse now. I'll, I'll give you a property investment portfolio. Let's let's put that together. Thank you. Thank you very much. God bless you. That's a wonderful one. Thank you very much, sir. God bless you. Amen. I think we'll probably have about five copies left. If anybody wants a copy of that, later, that's fine. Amen. So it's question time. Who is going to anchor the question? Um, you just roll that in the house. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I have some things that I want to ask because, you know, somebody who has been here for 10 years, 20 years, their case is different from somebody who is just trying to settle down. No problem. You understand? So my first question is this. I discover that uh, most of us, my community, like black community, all we tend to think about is we want to we want to work. We, we are looking for job, good job, celebrating good job, other than like having business mindset. You know, when I came into this church, I was even thinking that this church owns the, the garage. Is it garage? That is across the road. Maybe member of this church owns that place. Until when I saw the name, I can be able to recognize. I now discover that it is still the same people that owns McDonald's from Arrow to Etro. Uh, everywhere you see them, I was like, "What is going on?" That's what happens to my people. You see, my people, they are in the office working. Why these ones are creating business? Because if we look at it very well, sir. It is what is enough. It is what you have that can even feed you that you want to save out of it. So what's the question? For example, sir, sir, so that we don't waste time. Just the okay, question. Sir, just, I'm trying to I'm trying don't to worry, just the, ask the, the question. The question is that okay. why is it that we black we don't have this business right. mindset? Okay. That is number one question, okay. sir. Okay. The number two question is that sir, I Try to make inquiry from some kind of uh, from Indians mm-hmm. that uh, we work together. Mm-hmm. I said, why is it that you have they owns this shopping complex, they owns this place, they owns that place? Mm-hmm. What happened? And the guy now told me that they have a kind of food mm-hmm. that everybody comes together to contribute to raise somebody up. Mm-hmm. So why is it that it is difficult for us? as a black community to have that kind of thing. That's okay. my question. Thank you very much. Let's, let's put our hands together. Fantastic question. The first question, let me just... In the, you and I know very well. Many of us, before we left, even because of Nigeria, we have locked ourselves up in table markets. Before you left, I'm going to London to work. Come on, please help me. Oh, come on, because when I work, I'm going to make pants, and I'm going to, and then you're thinking of, you know, when you exchange the pants and things. So already, our mind is blocked to anything that has to do with business. Many Nigerians, many Nigerians, I mean, see Nigerians that will leave Nigeria and say, well, I'm going to London because I want to go and look for business. No, 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 no. You're coming to work, man. In fact, you're coming to work, not just even any dignified work. Sometimes, some of them will say, I'm coming to Fadu coming to do early morning this and so on and so forth and whatever because we are economic migrants so to say are we together so that mindset is there is what we carry we bring into the community so when we come to uk we're not looking for business opportunities we're looking for work opportunities once upon a time i was like that looking for the best early morning that pays they'll tell you there's one in jail 
there's another one. Yeah, there's another one. I did just there's one job that I've just come up now is in Peckham area. You know, they are paying these and so on and so forth. So everybody is phoning around. They are employing some people in in brick in brick sink in one laundry store. They're paying ten pounds or what? Yeah, let me go there. So, so that's the mindset. And the thing is, the scripture that uh, the president read, renewing your mind. You cannot be transformed if your mind is not renewed. So there are many people that cannot be transformed from, you know, what you're saying uh, to where you expect them to be. Okay? And then when you come into the when you come into the environment as well, the people you meet, the people you hang around, the Asian community, like you have said, when they come, that's why they cluster together. When they come, they plug into what is on ground. But in our own case, there is nothing on ground. You know, what you have just said is going to be part of what I'm putting in my, um, the property, the mortgage book, right? All of a sudden, the Asian community in South East, they discovered that Nigerians will love parties. And there's a lot of party going on every week. So you know what they were doing, what, what they started doing? They started buying all the industrial warehouse and everything and turning it to event center. And it's not individuals. They come together, put money together, so they will buy the industrial factory or warehouse, they will turn it to investing and then they will come to Nigerian communities to come and advertise. Now Asians know how to do jollof rice more than Nigerians because they, they integrated the cooking and everything and serving and whatever into the services. So you come to event center, they'll tell you that, don't worry, don't bring food, we can do your food for you. And you can serve it. Asaro, they know beans. I mean, <laughs> I won't be surprised if they start doing Amala for us and finally it's, it's because of the mindset. That's that's the answer to that. That our people is this kind of thing that can help to reprogram our mind. Because there is nothing wrong if victorious men can say, you know what, we want to take this environment. There's still opportunities around here. We're going to make up our mind that we're going to, you know, we're going to take this environment, look for a place around here. Apart from the church, we pull resources together. We go out there to go and buy it, do it up, turn it to invest center. Why not? It's there. Are we together? It, would be a, it, would, it may be a capital project in a stretch us, but if we all make up our mind, I mean, let's imagine uh, 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 20, 30 uh, men, and we say, take 10,000, everybody. 10,000 times 30, that's about 300,000 pounds. Do you know what you can do with 300,000 pounds on this street? And when it's done, and it's marketed very well, Anytime somebody comes to come and pay 5,000, 3,000, whatever, that's dividends for everyone in the for, for you and job. But many of us can, if you're not thinking that way, we can be in this community and just be coming and going and coming and going and coming and going and coming and going. So it's going to be part of the things that I'm putting in my, you know, because that's what we call property syndicates. Can I hear amen? Syndicates. And there are many of them in Asian communities and different communities, they fight from one zone to the other to go and take this, take that, take that, take this, take that. You don't have to have big money before you do that. You just need to pull together everyone and then you consolidate what you have and you go and fight the battle outside there. That's my one question. Number two question is have I answered both of them together? That that's the thing. It's, it's, it's a matter of choice, it's intentional. You know what we have read? Intentional. Somebody needs to lead that and say, you know what, we're not going to remain like this. I may not have all that it takes. You may what about when we come together? And then we form, you know, let me tell you something quickly along that line as well. If you go to the bank as an individual now and say you want to borrow money to do business, 
that you have IT company you want to set up. They will say computer says no. Okay? But if you come together and say, oh, we found a property that we want to buy, and we set up, you know, a group or a company or whatever it is, it's a commercial property, this is what we want to do. You come with your business plan, computer will say yes. In this community, I've discovered that everyone that you can see that is rich, they use other people's money to make their own money. They don't really have the money, but they use other people's money. The money is there. Where would you get to borrow money at 2%, 3%? It's there. The money market is there. You get want the money on daily basis. But the problem is, if you are not smart, if you are not strategic, and know how to amass your, you know, put yourself together and organize ourselves, we will be in the community, we will be in the society, but we will not be able to partake of the potentials of it. Thank you so much, sir. There's, there's only one other one I want to give so, you. So that, let's give any other person that wants to ask questions, so that you know, let, I will take yours in a minute, if you understand. Yes, Over sir. to you, sir. Yes, sir. I just want to... And you want to ask questions after that, you? Yes. I want to add more to a little bit of one thing my brother need to get to know is that one of the areas we failed in this field you just mentioned it, the way trust ourselves. The key word is trust. I personally have joined together like a pastor has just said with three other members of Nigerians, not the same time. One Igbo guy, myself, the three other Yoruba guys, yeah. We started buying a little bit of properties to, to sell and to develop. We didn't go for outright property. We, we went for the one that we can renovate directly. We started the first year, second year was okay. But when little money was coming in, we made one of us as a custodian, you know, to to look after our investment. Apparently, before you know it, he opened another account. Why is he coming to the meeting? Okay. So let us try. When you go into it, let us put financial prudence yeah. and the element of trust. But the rest of us, we are still having up. The three of us, we left him out, yeah. bought him out, and the investment is still going up. Okay. So, so I was just going to say that the problem with that is, is, is the structure you put in place. If you have if you have a proper structure in place, ideally there is no reason why something should happen. Um, and that's why we need to, if you're going to do it, you build a business. You can't entrust someone to be handling companies' money. Never done anywhere. It's, you need to have a structure in such a way that not one P of companies' money can go out without the approval of everybody. That, that's, that, all those things are things that will be in the book that I'm talking about. Because the thing is, the time has come for us to begin to matter. We, we need to do something uh, for ourselves. Uh, my sister, your question, please. Yes, so my question is on cryptocurrency and oh, NFTs. God. Okay. I just wanted to know what you thought about that. Okay. Because <laughs> I know it's like, so currently I know the market is crashing and like, there's the deep and all that. What's, what's, what's your take on that? What's is there a disaster waiting to happen? Okay, okay. Now, I want, I want to give you a professional, I will, I will come from two directions. I will come from the marketplace, then I'll come to you as an individual as well. And I want you to listen to everyone because I know it's a phenomenon that is out there. Uh, but I need to educate us about what this is, okay? The market has problem with cryptocurrency. And the problem that we have with cryptocurrency is, it's not a currency. 
not a currency, number one, and it's not a commodity, number two. I want you to know this, okay? So, they call it cryptocurrency, but it's not an acceptable currency. It's not like dollars, pound sterling, Japanese yen, and Naira, to mention Naira as well, you mean? I, I thought you were going to shout. <laughs> Praise God. It's not a currency, and at the same time, it is not a commodity. So we don't know where to put it in terms of classification of assets. That's number one problem. Number two, it was created for those who want to hide their transactions, the men of the underworld. People that want to... They want to do transaction, but they don't want you to know who is behind the transaction. So that kind of brings in the problem of money laundering. Okay? Because what happened is that the financial services industry want to know who is behind this transaction, who is doing it. But cryptocurrency kind of say, no, you can hide away uh, your money buy some things and put it in some wallet okay and then you can spend the money where it is acceptable that's number two problem number three it is not globally accepted it's not something that you say you can go anywhere and you can present it it's like people will make up their mind whether they want to or actually you know take it from you or they're not going to take it from you right so but unfortunately it now indicates, I mean, when they kind of begin to dig deep into those who created it and how they created it, they realize that they are not straightforward as well. Okay? So everybody in the market said, no, we don't know what to do with this. But people that are actually, because a lot of people want to launder money anyway. On daily basis, money that's been laundered globally is huge. So people that kind of, you know, that love that, they just hijack cryptocurrency. So, uh, alongside with some market experts as well, they began to create exchange for them, right? Where you can trade and buy and hide and do things. And people rushed towards that. Oh, cryptocurrency. And then the things started going up and down uh, and so on and so forth. But unfortunately, it is not regulated. <laughs> Are we together? So, for the fact that you have money today in cryptocurrency doesn't mean you're going to have the money tomorrow. And you have no one to report to. So here am I, uh, not too long ago, I have a client of mine who I saw that she's heavily weighted in cryptocurrency. And I said, Madam, all your life you have put it in cryptocurrency. I don't want to discourage you, but why don't you just this invest part of it and put it in a place that is secured, at least, so that if anything happens, you are not putting all your eggs in one basket. And she kind of reasoned and said, actually, I've never thought about that. And then she went back to the company that she put the money into. I said, please, I want to take this amount of money out of my wallet. And then it's like, <laughs> first, up till now, she can't trace the company. Up till this moment. Up till this moment. And of course, there are many stories like that within cryptocurrency and so on and so forth. Now, that is the market view. It's not regulated, and the Financial Conduct Authority keep telling people, please be careful, don't put your money, we're not doing anything about this in this time, you can read that again and again and again. That's one. Number two is, what do I think will happen to this thing in the future? I wish I can tell you. I can't. 
because the people that are pushing it, they are pushing it so hard. But the fact remains that people are burning their fingers, as I'm talking to you right now. They are, they are, they are burning their fingers, they are buying. Uh, people that went in first, you know, the early, early birds, they pay a huge amount of money from other people's money. But as it is right now, it's a little bit weird situation. I'm, I'm beginning to read some things about because of the huge amount of money that is within the sector, it's as if industry is trying to think, what can we do about this thing? But they are having issues because the fact remains that it's not transparent in transaction. So that's where the problem is. So for me, um, if you think you want to, if you have some money that you can close your eyes, if it's gone, it's gone. Go and put it in cryptocurrency, you never can tell. But if it's your other money and your future... <laughs> <laughs> if it's all you have, if it's everything that you have, please. And you know the problem. <laughs> Nigerians are greedy, you know that. We are the most we are the most visible. <laughs> visible, visible uh, 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 people in, in cryptocurrency now. All the money is going in Nigeria, everybody wants to put it in cryptocurrency. If it's gone, it's gone anyway, they can't be bothered. So that's my stake on it. I don't know whether I've made any sense to you at all. People need to make up their mind how they are. But in terms of the general view of the market, is computer says no at the moment. From America to UK to Europe and other parts of you know, the world. Are people still trading in it? Of course, yes. They have the liberty, but it's not, they are not protected. If your money is gone, it's gone. People have made, I mean, you'll be amazed how some people have been scammed. And now some scammers have scammed people. You know, uh, in cryptocurrency, but just as well. Amen. Thank you very much. I think that uh, would probably have satisfied. So thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to be a blessing this evening. Thank you. Hallelujah.